0: Hello, Tallahassee, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I am Pastor Jack King, I am your host, and just excited as always to be with you on Sunday morning here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster. We're on Sunday mornings from 7 to 8. We talk about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. We talk about the church, and what God is doing. This is show number 943. We do have a few rules, we don't talk sports. Politics or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another, and that served us very, very well over all these years, and I'm just delighted to have Brother Kez McCarvey back in the studio with me again, second time. Second time. (laughs) And uh, the last time, Brother McCarvey, that you were here, you had just been appointed as Director FCA in this area. Yes. And uh, I remember... Just talking to you, and you're still trying to figure it all out. It's been, what, almost three years now? Yeah, going on three years. Three years. And your title is the Area Director for Fellowship of Christian Athletes.
1: Well, yeah, it's a a little bit different now. It's uh, the multi-area director. So I, uh, I get a chance to kind of travel to Pensacola, all from Pensacola all the way to Close to Swanee County, Dixie County, yep. So they said, he's doing such a good job. Let's give him a little bit more work to do. I don't know about that.
0: (laughs) Now, just so people will know who you are, and I'm sure a lot of people always say, Casper Corvey, is it the Casper Corvey? And I said, yes, it is. (laughs) 1993 Uh, national championship team,
1: Florida State Seminoles. Apparently so. (laughs) Maybe that happened.
0: And uh, you. uh, Did you go on to play pro ball?
1: I did. I got drafted to the Detroit Lions and played for Detroit for four years. Four years. Yeah. And then played in the NFL Europe and then played in the CFL for about a year and a half. Is that right? Yeah.
0: And, uh, what made you finally have to give it up? Did, well, you, did I got, your body
1: just say, I've had yeah, enough? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I had a couple of injuries. I had an injury before that, and then I had an injury on top of my injury. Uh-huh. And they said, you know, it was, for me, it was like God speaking, saying, you know, well, it's time to move on. Right. Now, I remember when you were here before, you,
0: you kind of went through your testimony. Mm-hmm. And um, we have that on podcast. And I wish I had looked up the, the show number so I could tell the audience. But you can find it on, on podcast because we're podcasting all these shows now. But I just remember you you're going through your testimony and how that when you were playing for the Seminoles, you were not a believer at that time.
1: No, I wasn't.
0: And it was sometime later before you actually came to Christ. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and this is what stood out in my mind ever since we, we had that conversation when you were here on the show, and you're talking about how that after you won that national championship, or, or your team did, yep. you said, is that all there is? Yeah. <laughs> and I remember that so well. That has really stood out to me. But that was the beginning of your journey of faith.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: so now, you are a person who is following God in ministry. Yeah. And now, in your position,
1: are you required to be ordained? You know what? I'm not. I'm not required to be ordained. I am, but I'm not required to be ordained. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, I, when I, that was that was a question when I first got into ministry and I felt the call of ministry. I'm thinking to myself, you know, what God? What do I have no experience in ministry? Why? <laughs> what do you? What do you? And I have experience coaching football. You can have me some football ministry coaching, but you know, God doesn't. I mean, he, he, he I, I just he threw me into this thing right uh-huh. here, and it, it seemed like this right here. As I look back in hindsight, is that all the things that I've gone through? God was preparing me all the time, all the while to be in the position I'm in. Just you like know? Esther. Yeah, exactly. times such as this. For times <laughs> such as this right here. And you look back in hindsight. Hindsight is so beautiful. You get a chance to look back in hindsight. You can see where God was preparing you all the, right. you know, when I thought about ministry, I didn't think about all the time that I got a chance to minister to my, football players that i was coaching and get a chance to lead those guys and get a chance to disciple those guys and minister those guys i didn't see that as the same thing but it really was Mm -hmm. so after you finished with your nfl career you went into coaching uh actually i I stayed here i came back to town here and i started a uh uh, me and two me and two other guys started a business here in town uh we were training athletes so i was coaching too but just in the different setting
0: so you left that and then went to
1: coach coaching yeah so. and how long did you coach oh man i think about seven years and wide receivers i asked you that before we went well, on there. yeah a different variety of thing i was in the high school i was a high school head coach for a couple of years and then uh coached in the in in college of the college and then in the cfl and then back to high school then back to cfl oh, and really then, and then back to college and so made the made the made the rounds now tell me about the cfl
0: yes now that's the canadian football Football league League. yes now as compared to the nfl does it compare
1: it does it does because you have it's different than college because you have you have people you have guys that are more mature you have guys that are probably really 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 good athletes and and you, you you can do a lot more things because in college you have a twenty-hour work week, and you have the recruiting. I don't have any. I didn't have any recruiting. I did football all day long. I get up in the morning, five o'clock in the morning. I did football. I went home late at night, <laughs> and did football. So it was a great opportunity <laughs> to get as much football as you can into the mix of what you do as you possibly could. So it was great for that.
0: But now, when you're the NFL, uh, CFL. You didn't had put as many hours. Is that what you? No, to no, do? no. You had put a lot of hours. A lot of out. hours. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just the, the players over there. They have different rules with the players, and so in CFL the players have a four hour rules. That means they can only be at the facility, you know, uh, the facility mandatory for four hours. In the NFL, you got you should, as long as they got practice, you got to be over. The players have to be over there, but coaches, you have to be over there. All day long. Wow. Yeah, so coaching doesn't change. Very demanding.
0: Very demanding. Stressful, I would imagine. Mm, it could be. <laughs> and of course, it's a much better when you're winning,
1: right? Yeah, also, always.
0: <laughs> but I've always, I've always been curious about the Canadian Football League as to how it compared to the, the American brand. I mean, it's, it's the same sport.
1: Same Probably sport. Probably with
0: maybe a few different rules yeah. along the way. And
1: you know what, guys, it's, 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 this is what you can tell between any sport is this right here. It's when you got veterans veterans know the game mm-hmm. and so I don't care what league you're in if you get a guy that's been playing for a long time they're pretty good at that thing and so they know how to play they know how to what, what moves they make they re-watch film they're veterans mm-hmm. and so you put a veteran against a rookie they're gonna probably more than likely probably went out they're gonna school them a little bit yeah exactly <laughs> and it's, then then you have to contend with the injuries yeah that's very prevalent in,
0: in this particular sport I mean yeah. there are people get hurt quite often mm-hmm. and uh and then you have to rehab, come back, yeah. and hopefully that whatever you injured
1: heals enough for you to be able to actually come back. Because a lot of them don't come back. Yeah, after a, lot that. Of, a lot of them don't come back. A lot of them is, a lot of them transition to the regular life. And so a lot of times in the CFL, that's what you, that's what I'm doing. I'm really, you know, I'm close to the end of the line for a lot of guys. A lot of guys. You Know, come to the CFL, and it's their last opportunity. They've either right, they right. been in college and they're trying to get into the pros, and then I'm the one, you know, we're the ones that's shutting the door on their dream of playing, you know, football and trying to redirect them into a new direction in their life, or they play some professional football, they want to get a second chance, and, you know, they may or may not make it, or they're their, They're trying to get that last little bit of football before they decide to retire, and it's, and it's transitioning out. And so it's a lot of different, uh, it's a It's a deal.
0: Now, the people in Canada, are they as crazy about their football as in yes. America? Yeah, they
1: do. They love their football. They really? love football in Canada. Yes, and, then,
0: and now they're taking it over to London. I said, yeah. things are going over there and playing Absolutely. I and mean, what, 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 what do you hear about that? Is that
1: going well? Well, I played in NFL Europe, too, in NFL Europe, and I, I played in Germany. And so, Germany, in Germany, football was the second popular sport. We would have 45,000 people at our stadium is that Ryan, right? in, for the Ryan Fire coming <laughs> to watch the game. Wow. And so, I didn't understand word they were saying, but, you know, I <laughs> I recognized my name when they said it, though. <laughs> well, I just find all this to be
0: fascinating. And the, and the thing that uh, really, I think, is a blessing out of all this is, as you talked about, God was preparing you yeah. for ministry and what you're doing now with Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Mm-hmm. And you're touching lives of young people. All across his area, yeah. uh, for for sure. Now, just so the radio audience will know, and because this may come up in conversation, my son is now uh, working with Brother McCarvey and yes. uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, and, and his journey it's something that you had mentioned as far as you were coaching, and then you got out. Mm-hmm. That was his dream was to coach, and now he was he coached at Rob Middle School, and he taught, coached the basketball team, boys and girls, and football for a while. And he wanted to coach. Yeah. He, he, he had kept applying for jobs in the high schools and stuff, and it, and it just kept, doors just kept closed. And and I remember we, Josh and I, we prayed about this. Mm-hmm. And, but now, if you ask him now, he'd say, no, this is exactly where God wanted him to be. Yeah. And uh, he's, because he, he's always wanted to touch young people. And that's what you all do. Yeah. You know? I mean, now, do you, uh, as a director, overall director, do you get the opportunity to actually be with the young
1: people? Well, I, you know, what I, now I don't as much. You know, I, I, I now I get to I, I live vicariously through sure. Josh. Sure. And so Josh comes and says, "Man, kids, this what we did right here," and I'm like, "Wow, man! You know, can I come hang out with y'all? You guys are so cool." Right. You know. Right. Well, the thing about it is that uh, uh, Fellowship of Christian athletes from
0: From what you've told me and what he's told me, uh, Brother Stevens has been on the show with me, uh, Miss Bernath, when she was uh, working with you. And so I've had uh, a lot of conversation and knowing that you all have access into the schools that's kind of unique from what I can see and opening doors to where young people can actually be. Um, minister minister to the, in the schools.
1: Yeah. And I don't know exactly how all that works, but I'm just thankful that it does. Well, you know, and I'll tell you how it works, really. Is, is, it works because it's a, it's a student-led program. Uh-huh. And what that does is, right, it's just like the science club or the algebra club or the whatever club you might have in the school. It's the same thing. We just provide a club service within the context of the school that the, children, that the kids get a chance to lead. And what we have to, what we do is we help lead them. Mm-hmm. And so our 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 goal is to not necessarily have the the contact with the student, is to provide the leadership opportunity for the people that, are, that can lead on the campus to help lead our students, that help lead the other students, and so it's really a discipleship model. It's really Jesus's model. Jesus didn't have seven hundred and fifty thousand disciples at the time. He had a couple, mm-hmm. and through those through his relationship and his discipleship opportunities through those couple right there, he discipled two thousand years later, discipled. The world, right? And so that's that's what we're talking about. We're just, we're just using his model yep. in the context of a school, and 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 pour into a couple of people who, did in turn, pour into more people.
0: Because he taught them to go, and then he taught them to teach others to go.
1: Yes, as
0: as as the model yep. that you're talking about here. That, in other words, it's not about just the the one; it's about the ripple effect.
1: Absolutely, and, and
0: how that, as you say, has affected the world to this day.
1: Absolutely, I mean.
0: Uh, much of the world is uh, are believers in Christ Jesus because of the work that Jesus laid out and the pattern that He gave us, and of course God raised up people to do it, Absolutely. and that's what He's still doing today.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's not even just talk or, or teaching; it's life. If you go, you get people to live life with people. That's when you make an impact, you know. And so we we try to look for those persons that have impact opportunity within the context of the school, you know. And a lot of times, who that person is, especially in the school context, is is going to be your coach. And so, thus, the term "fellowship of Christian athletes," and we 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 live and die with going through the coach, mm-hmm. and uh, and really getting the coach to see and understand his impact on the campus and um, impacted within the lives of young people. I look at myself too. I mean, the, one of the, the biggest impacts that people have in my life has been coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I went to a great school, and that school was great because of the relationship that I developed with my coaches. You know, Coach Bowden, still to this day he treats me like his son. Mm. Still to this day he treats me like his son, and you know, when he we worked together, I worked. I, you know, I never thought I'd get a chance to work with Coach Bowden, but I we worked together in FCA. He's always been involved with FCA. Uh, I mean, he speaks constantly. He's does always, he? Yes, he does. And still. And nine, just turned 90. Just turned 90. <laughs> and he still speaks and goes out and he's involved with say and gives his testimony. And he's heavily involved in F C And I love it. Wow. I love it. Wow. And, of course, now, having played for him, if you pick up the phone. Yeah. He's
0: going to respond to you. I mean, I, 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 in all honesty, I called him one day and somebody gave me a cell phone number. Yeah. And I said, Coach Bowden, would you be on my radio show? And he said, Sure. And yeah. uh, and we were able to do the show. Now I could not get him here to the studio. Yeah. But we did it over the phone, and he was very very open to do that. Did a great. It was a great interview. Yeah. And but one of the things he talked about was it uh, the relationship with the young men mm-hmm. and how that so many of them did not have a, a daddy yeah. or, or, or that type of a figure in their life. Yeah. And you're right. The the coaches they they have a huge role. Yeah. And that I remember going to a, a meeting in Edison, Georgia with a group called Future Now.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yes.
0: Um, Chris Musgrove. I don't know you know Chris.
1: We have one here locally pretty soon, in, uh, I think in February.
0: Well, that's been talked about for a lot of years. I'm happy to hear that's about yep. to happen. But I remember standing there after that meeting was over in the middle of the gym and uh, Chris was there, and some of the coaches, and they were just telling me, says, "Hey, we're 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 fathers to a lot of these boys," mm-hmm. and and that I think that was the first time it really came home to me, yeah. just hearing from those coaches, and then to think that the uh, ministry that such as you all are providing gives them tools yeah. to be able to to further their relationship with these young men, and I'm sure it's the same way with the women's sports as well. Uh, Absolutely, the things that you're able to do. Now, one of the things that uh, uh, I I, I kind of chuckled in a way and I don't know why I don't know why <laughs> I chuckled when uh, when Joshua first told me what he was going to be doing with FCA and then he said well they're going to give me a stipend and then I have to raise my salary yeah now and I'm assuming this is a model that you all do Yeah. and um, so he gave me a book and I think it's one that you all recommend called The God Ask yes are you, are you I read book? it okay and uh, one of the things that he talks about in that book is that he says, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Because he said, basically, if a person has to go and raise their own support, they're serious about yeah, what they're about
1: to do. Absolutely. It is. It is you know what? This is, this is the thing right here. When I first came on, I, uh, that was a hindrance to me. I mean, I'm, I'm going to quit. I'm going to stop, quit my job where I'm making pretty decent money, right, taking my right. family, and I'm going to take a step in faith. You know what? To do that, you must really believe in what you're doing. Now, this, this is this what I knew. I know about. I, I, I get the chance to coach still a little bit, a little bit of football. My son plays ball too, and and I'll tell him. I said, you can't do anything unless you believe in. It. If you believe in, it, guess what? You'll do whatever it takes to do, to get it done. And it's the same thing in ministry too, and doing FCA too. If you know, if you believe God's called you, guess what? You're gonna walk with expectation of god providing opportunities when you go ask people about being involved with your ministry right here you truly believe it's not just a, a you know i'm just asking somebody just you know and I'm, i think they are go no i believe god's put me this way god if god put me in this direction right here i believe he's gonna provide and take care of me right here so somebody's gonna somebody's something's gonna happen god's gonna say something to somebody that allows me to be able to raise the funds to do what i'm called to do
0: wow uh, passion. Yeah. And you used that word earlier when I when I heard you say that I said, Well, one thing that I have learned about ministry is that passion drives it. it yeah. If it's not passion, then it's gonna be substandard. Yeah. Because the, the people who do it have to just have a great anointing, a great calling and great love for what they do. Absolutely, and that's that's when you're most effective when there's passion involved in it. And and I tell people all the time when people ask me, he says, "Well, uh, well, what are we going to talk about?" When I when I call people to come be on the show, they say, well, "What are we going to talk about?" I said, well, "We're going to talk about what your passion is. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you're passionate about, that's what we'll talk about. Yeah. And if it's young people, then that's where we are. <laughs> and uh, now you uh, again, I'm, I'm bridging off from you. You left a coaching career. Yes where you're working with young people. Yeah. And then you, you go into this ministry where you're working with young people.
1: Yeah. Now, has this been something that you've always felt called to do? Yeah, this this, this is my wheelhouse. Now, you know what the funny thing about it, though, when I got, you know, out of college and, you know, it was kind of a situation where you feel, you know, feel like, I, I man, I, maybe I need to grow up and get started, you know, you know, stop wanting to hang around young people and influence young people. But you know, and I and I tried to, you know, you try to get a grow a beard and, and get some gray hair <laughs> in your chin, and so you can and, and talk serious. And, but you know what? No, that's what I, that's what I, that's who I am. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know, God's called me to this position, right, this right. particular place and time, and in, in my life he called me. And you just have to embrace it, man. Where you are right now, embrace it. And so that's what I have kind of learned to do is just, you know, what? Hey, I I love being around young people. I love influencing mm-hmm. young people. You know, And God just built me that way.
0: Tremendous ministry, much needed, and having people who, yeah, this is, this is my calling. Because a lot of times when you're, uh, people are in youth ministry or whatever, they say, well, this is for a while, yeah. and, and they're very good at it. But they feel like, well, somewhere along the line, God's going to call me into a, maybe a senior pastor mm-hmm. position or something like that. And then I run across these men and women who said, no, 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 this, this is where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I'll do for a lifetime. And I think that's an amazing calling yeah. to be able to say that because a lot of times, even in the financial scale, especially when you're in church work, <laughs> you know, the, usually the senior pastor has a little bit better income than a, mm-hmm. the uh, youth pastor. Yeah, but yet there are many who say, "No, this this is where I'm going to stay. This
1: yeah. is where I'm going to live the rest of my life." Well, I think I think you can think about this this right here. This, this is where my most effective. Uh huh. You know, that's what the question you ask yourself, and I and I don't I I I love dealing with coaches too. My heart is for coaches as well, and so I love the whole sports atmosphere, and kid atmosphere. But you know, I think it's I think it's about what where you're most effective. I, sometimes I liken to, I liken it to football. If you get a guy that's you know he's a so-so quarterback, but he is a great receiver. I mean, what do you put him at? Do you put him at quarterback just to say, just say you got a quarterback, or do you find it? or do you put that guy where he's excellent at and where he just, uh-huh. you know, what excels and becomes the best he could possibly be? Yeah, wow. put that joke at put that joke at receiver and let him go to work. Find you another quarterback. Sure, I'm, I'm thinking uh, now.
0: Anquan Bolden was after you, yeah, but that's what they did with him. But yeah. he came to Florida State to be a quarterback, yeah, <laughs> and he turned out to be a pretty good, pretty good receiver, wide receiver. But I do remember. Uh, we were playing against Georgia, mm-hmm. and the uh, quarterback or the the regular quarterback uh, got in academic trouble for some reason. Yeah, he so, played. Yeah, so they had to put uh, uh, another young man. I'm not going to say his name, but I know who it is. I'm not going to say it. And uh, so he didn't work out real well. Yeah. So they brought Anquan in to be quarterback in that game. And I remember saying, I, said, "I think what he did, he threw the ball, and then he ran down the field and caught it." Yeah. <laughs> 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 but you're right. They said, okay. And I think I remember hearing that he said, that, I don't want to wait. I want to play. Mm-hmm. Because back in those days at Florida State, the quarterback would be there for a couple of years, and then his term would come. Yeah, this uh, Somewhere along the line, that got changed, but yeah. that was a very effective uh, yeah. because you'd had these guys, they were in the system for two years, maybe even three, Richard yeah. you know, redshirted. And then, then all of a sudden, they're the quarterback. They, yeah. they, they seem to be better prepared. Yeah. Just from my, uh, and see, I'm not a football
1: guy. I, I come from basketball country. Yes. <laughs> well, well and, I, and I say it like this right here too. and I, not, not to say that you don't grow into that, that position too and you maintain some of those. Like for me, right now, I don't, I don't, I don't so all the time get a chance to do ministry all the time. And I love ministry. Now my job is to it's to kind of like being the head coach, mm-hmm. and now I get a chance to you know what help other people be great position coaches. You know right. and I, that's that's my job now, and really build up those guys to the position where you know what they can become leaders and lead their own teams to as well. So it's become a situation where you know you grew out of that position. You still love it. You still have a great knowledge base in there too. But you 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 started to develop to get in a position where you can now reproduce yourself. And that's right. my hope. That's what right. I hope I'm doing. Now you have. Um, on your staff how many people well in our area in my in this north florida area we have about tw- 28 people on staff now these are all people who are raising
0: their own support people that raise their own support and yes and the,
1: but their own staff. This,
0: this is what they do
1: this is what they do and
0: then, and then mm-hmm. below them in the order of responsibilities are the people who are leading the huddles yeah in the local schools.
1: Yeah And so and yeah, we we have that and then we also have volunteers too. We have a, a great volunteer base. We have boards in all the different areas too as well. So I have a great board here in in, in, in Tallahassee. I do have a great board and they kind of they kind of have multiple different types of jobs, you know. They some of them come in they tell me, "Kids, you need to do this right here." They <laughs> give me great advice. They're a great sounding board and then some of them they got different skills. Some of them help with our, you know, different events and stuff and planning. They just got different skills that help make this thing go and it's the same thing in the school so we get our persons in the school that are that are volunteers and the these teachers right we don't pay them we don't pay them they volunteer they have a calling on their heart to lead our student students in the the context in the school and they can through the context of fca be involved with ministry on their campus and so they have a heart and god spoke in their heart to go ahead and do that and so they do it from the school context
0: we're doing this now in uh, uh, all the way up, elementary, or is it junior high? Where, where does it start?
1: Well, it starts, some places it starts in elementary. And so and like in Panama City, we have a couple of elementary schools that have FCA. Here we don't have as many of those here, uh, but we start in middle school. Okay. So we start in middle school, but we also start in our community sports too. We just started our you know new community sports league. We had our first soccer league here in town where we got a chance to have four through six-year-olds uh, come out there and play soccer, and we got a chance to minister to them and also to their parents. Now this is new, isn't it? It's new. I mean, is this is this unique to your area here, or is S C A doing this across? SEA is going to probably do this across the. Across so you the, are a, a pilot, pilot, pioneer. <laughs> we were told we were pioneers. There we were you p- go. Well, that's tremendous. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's tremendous. So, so basically, you are doing a hands-on league. Yeah. Now, how many teams do you have in the soccer?
1: Well, we uh, this year we only have four teams in the soccer. We have four teams, and okay. we probably had uh, maybe uh, I think eight kids on each team. Okay. Really, just to figure it out. Okay, now you're doing soccer. What other sports? We'll do we'll do in, in the fall it, well, after uh, in, after January. We'll we actually we're doing basketball. We'll do basketball. We'll do flag football, and we'll do t-ball.
0: Now, do you know how much work this is?
1: Yes, a lot.
0: (laughs) I I ran a men's league, basketball league, for about 10 years. Yeah. And then when that finally went by the wayside with Joshua was just coming up, and I wanted a league for him. Yeah. Because we played in another league, and I won't mention what league it was, but I wasn't happy with it. It wasn't a city. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I just didn't like the way it was run, so I started the league. So I ran that for five years and of course the whole reason for it was what I want to do this for my son mm-hmm. well I know how much work is in
1: and this yeah. this was a small league well. <laughs> you're talking about doing this on a bigger scale I applaud you well you know what honestly this this the the best thing I think the FCA has done is the we've changed our our focus and we used to be stretched to cover now our our, our philosophy is uh, is shrink to grow and so what that means is this right here is we 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 pull back and and find people mm-hmm. like-minded people that have a passion for that different area right, right there right and we help to bring them those guys on and empower those guys to be able to do what the guys called them to do within the context and through the the uh the the portal of fca mm-hmm. so i have a i have a guy that's gonna be running the league and i, I should t- i shouldn't tell you his name but tom grubbs is my uh is my guy that I'm, I
0: know him? You I'm, know Tom, uh, at the First Baptist Church. Yeah, just had him on the radio show yes. not too long ago. Tommy yeah.
1: Grubbs is my yeah, guy,
0: and he has background with that. Yes, he does. Because I remember he, again, he was on the show with me, and he would tell me about he's done this. Yeah, so got
1: you you got a great resource Absolutely. there. Absolutely, I prayed I prayed him up, buddy. <laughs> I prayed him up. You know, the funny thing about this is I didn't I didn't I didn't really go search him out. He's huh. Tom. Tom found me. Tom found me through Josh. He found me, and, and, you know, it just so happened that, you know, we already had some connections. He was already connected with a, another program, and then FCA has connected with the same guy from that program, too, as well. And it was just like a natural connection, and he has a passion for doing it as well. And so it was just like, you know, what it fits together. Right, right. But now that's, he's going to do basketball? He, he, does, he does. He does. He'll do, he'll do, he'll be the director of, of all those different communities. Is that right? Yeah. That's a big job. Yeah.
0: And, and will he be volunteer doing
1: that? No, no, no. He's on staff now. He's on staff. So he's on staff. And he's still working at First Baptist? Yes. Wow.
0: Yeah, because he, he was, uh, and I, again, I have to jog my mind here, but I remember where he was before, he was doing this. Yes. And he had uh, quite, a, quite a program going. So, thank the Lord. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, you prayed him up. I yeah, like that. Yeah, prayed him up, man, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing about it is that this is another opportunity for you to touch the lives of young yeah. people in a very uh, special way. You can do that through sports. Yeah. Because a lot of times a young person will
1: allow you to speak into his life where he wouldn't have any other way. Absolutely. You yeah. know. It just opens the door to And you know what This is thing about I've been up I got kids too That play youth sports And you have too There's nothing that builds community Like those sports If you don't If you don't know anybody in town Sign your kid up to a sport And guess what You're going to find yourself Probably 10, 12 new friends That you're going to meet At the park right. With those kids right, right. there You're going to build some relationship <laughs> So it's the perfect space Perfect yeah. place to build relationship Build community And it's also the perfect place For the church to come in And also minister mm-hmm. And it's the perfect place to do it Yeah, great opportunity because i remember uh, uh joshua played baseball now uh, i
0: did coach a little bit but baseball i never played baseball so i was kind of out of my element there but uh again the relationships that you build as a coach yeah to be able to not only with the kids
1: but the other coaches and yeah, the parents and, and all that sort of it's very very good for the community absolutely such so i, I, I want to say this right here is you know I, i'm trying to think on the I, I have been a coach in this community here for a long time. When I first got back and retired from football, I coached at Lincoln High School. I was a, a, a I was a little league, city league coach too as well. I didn't have a my my daughter. She was a cheerleader, and they wouldn't let me coach cheerleading. But I coached the football team that she cheered for, and I and it's, it's, and it's a and I I coached from all the way from little league all the way to high school and and, and and then just on a personal level with the, my personal business that we had here I've coached a bunch of kids in town and it's just it's created relationships and opportunities where you know what I can see those kids I can speak into their lives because I've sure, I've, sure. I've developed we do the chance to develop that relationship and there's nothing like it
0: yeah and the thing about it is that you're you get to a certain age and all of a sudden this big tall guy walks up to you and you go okay he knows me
1: <laughs> but I don't know who he is He's, i'm sure you've experienced all that too. the time <laughs> all the time like, you know i it actually the funny thing about it I, I was gone for seven years and i got back to town and and i would see this guy these kids and i said i'm looking at him, I, said, I know you i know you got full beard and everything but i know you from somewhere say i'm kids i'm little jimmy like what
0: <laughs> yeah, how I, old am i, know I? That feeling I know how I feel old it. am i little jimmy <laughs> And then they, then they bring the wife and I the know kids. the kids <laughs> like what in the world
1: but mean, how old are you
0: yeah but it's amazing though it to is. be able to have that and of course like I said they'll, they'll remember you And but when you've got as many kids as you've touched over these years you don't remember all their names no, it's, you it's, don't. it's not possible and I'm the same way because I've done hundreds of kids through youth camps and, absolutely and youth conferences and things and of course coaching
1: and no I don't remember all their names but uh, boy they they remember me yeah And that's just such a blessing. Absolutely. And you know, and the funny thing about that how God uses those persons in in your life. I I just recall I can I can go back to my testimony again. I just recall, you know, the things that happened in my life and when you get older it looks like when you get older you can hindsight kicks in and, and, and kind of reveals all the different questions you had but at the time you just didn't realize I just recalled being at Florida State and Coach Ben Hallinger telling me he loved me and I remember Mark t- t- taking Mark Rick taking care of me when I was in school and I, he actually directed me to my first job I ever had and, and I remember Coach Bowden the same thing he taught me new brain in me. As, as I'm getting ready to get married and convince me kids you need to you know you need to get married you right? know you can't be living you you know and so all those different things right there the people the coaches that were my Life that you know, this small things for them at the moment, right? And I don't know if they knew that they were making an impact, but they had life-changing implications for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, listening to the Florida State uh, football games because I'm a I'm a radio guy, <laughs> and remember, I have not even watched a game this year. But I've listened <laughs> to all of them on the radio, <laughs> and I hear Bar none, Floyd yeah say to Coach Bowden, "I love you, Coach." I mean, that's that's yeah. real. Yes. I mean, but this is a grown man, yeah. a former football player, Super Bowl winner, up on the air. Says, "I love you, Coach." I mean, that speaks. Oh, yeah. That, that, I mean, that's just, that's just a – to me, that's, it was a powerful thing yeah. to hear a, a, a man of that stature say that about his coach. Yeah. But that's the type of relationships that coaches build. And then you take that on down to the huddles where you've got these people who are – you're working
1: with some of them teachers. I guess all of them would be teachers, a huddle leader. Yeah, all of them teach Some of them teachers. Some of them, some of them just work, they work on the campus. So we have, we've had coaches that, that work on the campus. They've been security guards, and we've had people that have different responsibilities. They've been over the media center. They've had different responsibilities, but they're all Leon County employees on the campus. I see. Well, let me just tell the radio audience, I appreciate you for tuning in today
0: and, and staying with us. I have Cas McCarvey here on the show. This is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I get to do this every Sunday morning and enjoy it immensely. And of course, Brother Kez is back with us for the second time here. on Two time Yeah. Do want to invite you to church. I'm the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We start at 1105 on Sunday mornings. You can check us out on the web, frcm.us. And also a reminder that these shows are all on podcast. If you want to uh, listen to it later or share it with a friend you can go to nine hundred and forty three all you have to do is just type in Pastor Jack King Tallahassee it'll come up and you can choose from all the different shows that are there also the daily broadcast is on there as well you can listen to that also um the Saturday Night Gospel Sing. Those of you like me that love Southern Gospel music, join me on Saturday nights on 94.1 on your radio dial for the Saturday Night Gospel Sing, a full hour of Southern Gospel music and a little commentary in between. Also, I want to tell you about my good friends Robin and Jim, AAA Constant Comfort. They've been helping me do this show since I started way back in 2002. Yeah, they do heating and air conditioning, and they're good at what they do, 893. 893- 9566. Six. I'm just delighted to have Brother Cass McCarvey back on the show with this. Now, I'll just tell you, he's a busy man. and uh, People ask me a lot of times, well, how do you get guests on this show? And I say, well, I track them down. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be persistent. And uh, uh, a lot of times, uh, you just have to work with people's schedules. And, and of course, I appreciate you taking the time to come be with us and share these things with us. Uh, FCA is a very important ministry. And I'm, I'm thankful that God's got you at the helm. And it seems to be like you're broadening your horizons and things that you're doing and uh, kind of different focus. And one of the things that you mentioned to me was something called breaking the huddle. Yeah. Tell us about that.
1: Well, break the huddle is, uh, it, when, when we say break the huddle, really what we're talking about is we're really talking about the church. You know, and a lot of times what happens in the churches right here is you, is you that's where the church is where all the disciple makers are. Those people that've been trained, they've been discipled, they've been you know they've learned scripture, they've learned the word, they've had that. Now, the, what we're saying is, it's time to now, you know, run the play. It's time to break the hole and run the play. What's the play? Make disciples. And so we just what we want to do is through FCA is we want to give them an opportunity to play on the field, the playing field that's probably the most the best playing field. Got the best grass, got the best field, the best referees, the best ball is in the high schools. You know what? That's one of the open. That's one of the best open ministries that we might have. Absolutely. You know, yeah. it's a it's a captured market. And so what happens is right here is that's where a lot of the impact that you can make on the campus. I mean, right. I mean, as I see it now, the the, the opportunity that we've had to break the huddle has been has been awesome. You know, your son Josh Josh is our director for break the huddle right now, and we've seen great opportunity. We have about thirty four churches that we're partnering with now currently, and looking for more to partner with the schools that we utilize to go into the schools and to help us to be able to run the ministry of SCA and assist our students in running that ministry on the campus and it's been awesome you know now what are you what are the churches doing Well, they actually do a lot of the things that we do. You know, they actually get a chance to disciple and and work with some of the sponsors and work with some of the schools and be involved with some of the teams. We have a chaplaincy program or, you know, a character coach program that we have in our schools that we utilize for the sports teams. Okay, so like at Florida State, Florida State has a team chaplain, right? Well, guess what? Leon has a team chaplain, too. Leon Childs High School has a team chaplain. I happen to be the Childs High School team chaplain. And so they have team chaplains on different teams here that now we have people that are involved in the church that would love to be involved with ministry. Now they have an open door to now go and do what they've been called to do on that campus through FCA. And so they can be involved with the soccer team and go out there and disciple that soccer team and and be the team chaplain of soccer team and to speak into the lives of those kids that are playing that soccer team at whatever school that might they might they might choose. And so that's the benefit is for us FCA. That's not enough of us. It's, right. That's, right. There's 28 guys in North Florida. That's not a. That's not even nothing. No, to pass it.
0: no, because you got so many churches exactly. and so many schools and, and uh, yeah, exactly.
1: There's so many people, so many things to hit. Right, here. there's no possible way an FCA group could hit it, but the church can hit it. The church can be involved. The church can really have have a ministry uh, uh, opportunity in those different areas. So now, uh,
0: you, you're not necessarily just talking about pastors. You're talking no. about
1: lay people in the church. Lay people in the church.
0: Okay. And so you're saying that okay, here's here's an opportunity. There's a sports team at a certain high school. Yep. And each one of those sports teams would all, would already have a chaplain or not?
1: Well, no, we would we would we would train them. So we would train them to you to, to, to come up under the SC umbrella okay. to be able to now be in, in opportunity to minister to that team. Okay. And so that's what we would do. And uh so basically, the, the the coaches would embrace this. The coach would embrace this. So we help this. This is what I do. I, I we help them to be able to develop that relationship, and it's over a period of time. You don't you just don't come in and all of a sudden. You the chaplain. It's a period of time. What I would do is this right here. I would take. I would go out there because I already had a relationship with the coach, and I would help transition my relationship. With the coach, and that happens to just to being consistent, and so if a person keeps coming out there, guess what? And he keeps he keeps developing relationships, and he keeps loving on the kids, he keeps loving on the coach right there. Guess what? It's hard to not love that person. Mm-hmm. So my best friends, I don't know if I wanted to be friends with them, but they just love me so love me so long <laughs> that I couldn't help it. Man, right. I can't resist your love. There you go. You
0: know, it's the same thing. Well, okay, and I'm I'm respecting what you're saying here. Yes, because I understand it. Because I know, I mean, as, as a pastor, yeah. okay, one of the things that I discover is that people are often uncomfortable with my presence. <laughs> and I've just come to realize this yeah. after a while, uh, and a lot of times it's because they they think, well, he just must be some really holy, holy person. And to find out, no, I'm really not no. all that. I'm, no. I'm just I'm just a man who who has a call of God in his life, yeah. and and. Pretty ordinary in most ways, and so after a while, when people get to know me,
1: yeah,
0: those walls begin to break down absolutely. a little bit, and then if we get a chance to have a conversation, then they break down even more absolutely. So what you're you're describing here is hey, okay, we're going to give you this role here. You're the chaplain of the soccer team of mm-hmm. such and such a school. And understand, when you go there, yeah. you're going to have to to earn the, the respect. Absolutely. And so don't come in every gun blazing. No. <laughs> you know, and we don't want to get out there and start preaching to everybody and you get up the stand and say, I'm going to preach there. No, you, no. You, you let God move, and He will. Yeah i love, I love that.
1: that and that's why that's how that's how it really happens you know at first we, really we don't let people come in there and speak initially because you know what usually what happens is uh, through a period of time through a period of time and your actions and your care that speaks volumes more than you speaking actually right. and then when you speak guess what it has power and it has authority it's the same way with the coaches too as well you know when you come out there and you start speaking initially guess what man the coach don't want to what man I, you know but after a while man if after you it's poured into their life, man It has power Because it's backed up by action They've seen you act They've seen you show up They've seen you, you know Listen to what they have to say And, you know And, and not, not not get down on them they've, they've heard that stuff right there And then, so when it's time The time is right Guess what, you know what You have access to the heart To be able to speak right to the heart
0: Wow. I love that. I love the concept of it. And so how many uh, have you gotten so far? What's how are we doing?
1: Well, we, we're doing pretty good, man. We uh, in, And I'll tell you this. This is this is the results of it. We've okay. had plenty of schools where we've had really good ministry, but they've been they've been doubled and quadrupled because of this ministry. Is this has been, right. This has been our secret weapon right here to break the hub model. It really <laughs> wow. have because, you know, we we we've we've basically gotten. Got, to the point where we're we're trying to give away the ministry, you know. What, hey, man, this is where you this is your calling right uh-huh. here, man. I'm trying to, you know, and I, I look at it like, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to invite you into what God's calling you to do right here. I can, this is a place where you know what you can find fulfillment and what you know, you know, and utilize the gifts that God's giving you in a in a perfect place, and so. I I've seen the, the the ministry grow. I mean, we've gone from groups where we had groups where you know they were probably around thirty to twenty kids, and you no, know, and guess what? Now they're around one hundred and fifty to two hundred kids. Yeah, I mean that's wow. how, that's the type of growth that we've had as far as the ministry is concerned. And it's really embracing that model, that wow. break the breakthrough model. That's been the big. That's been the big deal. It hadn't been. I hadn't changed. Ain't, ain't preached no different gospel. You know. Right. I ain't,
0: we ain't changed. But, but you got a new concept of how exactly, to go about it. Exactly. And again, reminding the radio audience, this is a pilot. Yes. I mean, you're the only one that's doing this. Yeah.
1: I think that's incredible. Well, you know, and it's funny about it too, that we, we're not actually the only one that's doing break the huddle. Some people call it differently. Some people okay. call it like in like down in Central Florida, they call it grab your cleats. Okay. I like Break the Huddle, but they I call it you. Grab I, like, I like your name better. Yeah. <laughs> but they call it they break they call it Grab your Cleats, and so it's a different name that, 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 that everybody has, but but it's the same concept. It really is getting the church back involved with the right. school. But you're you've got somebody here who's actually working it. Yes. And and it's like any program.
0: I mean, you got to have somebody who's ready to work it. Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, and I ask you this before we started on the air. I said, this the fact that Joshua grew up in a minister's home does that help? Yeah. <laughs> and you said it did. Yeah. Because uh, he understands ministry yeah. uh, because he's, he lived it. I mean, you know, when you're uh, when you live when you grow up in a pastor's home it's the expression is you like you're in a fishbowl. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, every, everybody's watching you. And and as a, as a young person growing up you're seeing what's what's going on not not everything as a pastor you don't you shelter something i mean you have to but he knows the ins and outs of church and so it kind of helps bridge the two ministries together absolutely. i would think absolutely
1: you know, so. it, it does because joshua has a he he this was this was josh this was josh does josh has no uh concept of failure <laughs> that's him. <laughs> he has no concept of failure. It's not, it's not if he's going to fail. It's 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 what's what kind of way can he succeed? You know, if you block it from this angle right here, he'll come right around the other angle. If you block it from the top, he's coming from the bottom right there. He's finding a way. If it messes, if it did not work this time right here, he does. So he doesn't, he, to me, I love it because he just doesn't give up. He finds a way to get it done. And so and that's what I love about him.
0: And he was telling me that... uh the child's high school the, the head some type of event that his wife did, yeah, fields of faith fields of faith now, is that something that you all do or is this yeah. something that she just done?
1: no it's this something that we, we we try to do with all the schools, so all the schools we try to do a fields of faith, and we we do, we'll do a lot of those type of different types of events right there and you know its it's for a specific thing that we're doing that, but the big picture of that is right here is we're getting our students to be outwardly uh focused on ministry, of, of inviting their fellow students to come out and be a part of what they're doing. So this is a, an event. Yes. And it's like happens maybe once a year? Yeah, once a year or twice a year. We'll have fields, we'll have uh, uh, diamonds of praise, we'll have courts of praise, we we'll have different fields of faith, and so it's an opportunity to be able to now give it, get, have our kids that are involved with FCA give their testimony and, 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 pra- and actively reach out to their fellow students about their faith.
0: Wow and So, so uh, like one particular school Would have this event once a year No they'll have all the schools So so no, no, I'm talking about the, when That one event that we place Would just be for that school
1: Yeah it would be for that school Now I'll tell you this funny thing When I first started this, I, this, I, this We talked about growing When you first started When I first started I had the big idea Okay you know what I'm going to have all the schools Come together uh-huh. Yeah we're going to do that Florida State That will be so awesome And I did it man And not many not not people came. Okay. <laughs> because it was me. Uh-huh. It wasn't one of their peers. I, and I forgot the kids, you 47, they're not going to come out there because you. <laughs> <laughs> but when their But when their peers invite them, when their friends invite them, when, they, when their peers are involved, and then when the kids are involved, they have more buy-in. Right, right. And so that was the key. That's one of the keys about doing this right here is getting the kids, so you know what, to take an active role in their faith take an active role in, in, in verbalizing what they believe and talking and then telling about you know the things I'm going through Okay, right you know what this is what this is what God has taken me through right here this is a picture of who God is through my life and how it's impacted my life so now I can tell you about it so, so you can feel more comfortable about speaking to me about your faith or what you do or what you believe in or what I believe in
0: wow now in the summertime you all have different
1: activities during mm-hmm. the summer. Do yeah. you do camps? Yeah, we do camps. Uh, we do camps forever seems like. <laughs> <laughs> now, how, how does that work? I mean. Well, well, you know what? We, we have different multiple sports camps and we're always looking to add more sports. And so I, my hope is to have a camp for every sport that, wow. we, that we might have. You know, we have football camps and volleyball. Hopefully, hopefully we can start having volleyball camps and softball camps. and Every kind of camp that we can partner with or put on ourselves. we want to be able to do that. Because what it does, it gives us opportunity to impact that team and right. through that, that coach. Now, these camps, they
0: don't necessarily spend the night. They,
1: they, they come during the day. They, so we have so right now we've been doing a lot of day camps, and that's been the rage now, and in and all across the country, really is the one day camps. You come there and you participate in that camp. You get the, you get to you know go out there and compete and play your sport, but also you get to be able to have the impact of the gospel being preached and then applied to your life in that camp kind of context.
0: That that that's kind of goes together. You want to come play sports?
1: Yes. And we'll also. Get to experience the gospel. Exactly, it it goes along with it. It it does, you know. And a lot of a lot of things. And then the summertime is when a a large majority of those, you know, life transitioning uh, decisions are made. You know, they come to camp. Yeah, Yeah. you get them away from their family. You get them away from in in an environment where you know what you they can accept the truth. And so that's part of the deal, really. is getting in an environment, you know, where where you don't have to worry about your friends. They're looking at you and say, "Man, man, you know, where, where you going over there? Going to FCA or you going to Christian? I know you's Christian." You know, getting with that environment to where you know now you can you can have them where you can speak truth to You can tell them about Jesus. You can tell them about their sin. You can tell them about you know the fall, and you can tell them about Jesus, you know, redemptive uh, 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 sacrifice on the cross. You can tell them about wow. that stuff right there, and it, and it gets a chance to make sense. And you can then you can pray for them, and you can get ask God to change their heart. And so that's. When a lot of those opportunities happen are in the summer camps.
0: Now, when you have a, a camp like that, and it's a day camp, okay, so so you got you got to you got to get your sport in there. Yeah. So where's the Opportunity for the gospel. Do you have like a meeting
1: before yeah. they start the sports, or at the end, or in the middle, or yeah? We so we have it in the middle. We have it at the middle, and then we have it at the end. So we'll take a break, a little break, and we'll feed them using that during that period of time. So all that camp stuff, you get the foot, you get the whatever sports you're playing, you get the, we'll feed you. We got to make sure we feed you. <laughs> and then we'll we'll get a chance to preach the gospel and then we'll come back at the end and we'll do the same thing we'll feed you again and we'll come preach the gospel again so that's part of the deal really is to you know what is be able to really have God's word impact you
0: now, who runs these camps?
1: Well, we, 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 all, we have a, a camp directors all across Florida, and so we, we'll have them all over the place. We'll have them in Tallahassee. We'll have them in different schools. And what happens is right here is a lot of the schools, we can, we can do that those camps at the schools right there. So we can actually take this camp and take it right to a school and do it at a school and invite the rest of the schools around that school to want to come to that camp. And you get got camp. Uh, so we do sports camp. We also do leadership camps too, as well. Too, I love our leadership camps because what we do is we get our our kids that are leaders in the schools and we teach them how to be leaders, how to wow. lead your students, wow. you know, how to, how to run the FCA program, how to be a, a leader in on your campus with you know all the tools that you have with FCA, and really just you know what uh, we what we want to teach them. We want to teach them, you know, really just how to be a Christian. We want to disciple them too, as well. That's part of the whole process. I'm just amazed.
0: I'm, I'm trying to figure out how how do you get all this stuff in. I, know, I mean, I know you don't do all of it, but, no. you're, but you're overseeing so much of it. But you, but you have to have good people. Yeah, that's, you do. that's
1: the bottom line. That's it. Now, if somebody wanted to get involved with FCA, what would they do? They would just go to our website. They can call our office, or they can go to our website, the NorthFloridaFCA.org. And so, if they want to get involved with FCA, if they want to be a volunteer, if they want to donate, all right, and and be a financial and, and have some financial involvement with FCA, go to northfloridafca.org, and you can go if they can look and find if you want to volunteer, there's a tab that says volunteer. If you want to be a financial uh, a gift uh, a giver, you can. There's a club tab that says donate. So, it, go to that website, you can find it, and you can do whatever you need to do. So now, if somebody wanted to support a, a particular person because
0: we as we talked about earlier yes. in the shows that uh, your staff that they all raise their own support absolutely so they
1: could go there and find that person they can go there and find that person too as well so they go there and they'll have their, have their name on there they'll have you know if it's Josh King and they'll have Josh King on there if it's Kez McCorby or if it's whoever guys we might have you know on our staff that 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 they can support they can find their name and they can support those guys
0: well one thing about it is that I would imagine that when you first say this to somebody well we'd love to and uh, Employ you, but you'll have to raise your own funds. People probably go, "What?" Yeah, but they do it, don't they? Yeah. And the one thing about that book that uh, Joshua gave me, and I think maybe you might recommend it, called "The God Ask." Yeah, it was a real opener to me. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I said, "Wow." I said, "But the thing about it that, that he said in that book is that if you if you have a calling in your life." And And you allow that to intimidate you, to keep you from doing what God called you to do, yeah. then you're not being obedient, and you have to be able to show people your vision. Yeah.
1: And there are people who want, want to invest in the kingdom. Absolutely. <laughs> so just about connecting that with them. <laughs> Absolutely. Just, just two, two, and me for me, it's been two great things that I've got is first of all is take that step of faith for myself to walk out there you know, and believe God's going to take care of me. And the next thing was for me to do the same thing for somebody else is to invest into somebody else to, for that same purpose. Wow. You so know, in other
0: words, as you are raising your support, you're helping support to support somebody others. else. Exactly. That's huge.
1: Yeah. And so that's, <laughs> but then, you know what, but honestly, honestly, this is the thing right here is, is, it's, it's, I don't know if it's huge when it's, it's huge before you do it, but when I do it now, it's, it's like, it's fuel. Mm-hmm. It's fuel. Cause it, what it does, it, you know, it, 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 it just verifies my faith, my belief in what I'm doing right here. Wow. It yeah, does.
0: And it reaffirms that it, you truly yeah. believe in what you're yeah. doing, what you do.
1: it, it does. For me, it does. It's, it's, and I, I can look at that and, and then it gives me more faith to continue. Wow. I tell you what this hour is just going by so fast I mean
0: I, I love hearing your heart your passion FCA has a tremendous influence in the lives of young people all across the land thank God for it and I appreciate the fact that God's called you to do this I've called you out of coaching to to come and, and uh be part
1: of FCA. I know it's it is amazing. You know when I first started joining, I was like, my goodness I couldn't see, I couldn't see it. I just, I just couldn't see because I'd never been bothered before. I couldn't see it. But then, you know what? If you take that walk of faith, you take that step of faith right here, you get a chance to go into something that you never believed that could happen. You know, and you can, you, you really, get, I, I get a different life. Amen. You know, I get a different life. Well, this is uh, Mr. Kez McCarvey that you've been listening to along with me today here on the Gospel
0: on the Radio Talk Show. But we always close the broadcast out with prayer. And, Father God, I thank you, Lord, for Brother Kez, and I thank you, Lord, for the FCA. And, Father, I just pray your blessings upon them. Help them, Father, in their endeavors to, to reach people, young people, for the gospel. And, Father God, we do pray for our country. God, we pray for your kingdom. And, Lord God, I just pray for peace in in Israel and all around the world, Father God. We just give you the glory and the praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Brother Cass, thanks for coming. Thank you for having me. Part of the Gospel on the Radio talk show. Thank you, uh, sir. We'll have you back again. God bless you. Thank you. (laughs) And until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.